2: Welcome to Giles Corran Has No Idea. It's called this not because I literally know nothing, but because it's all about the moment in the week when I have to sit down and write my column but have absolutely no idea what to write it about. Which is where my wife Esther comes in, who, having read all the papers whilst I take the kids to school, always has half a dozen ideas picked out for me when I get back to be discussed at the kitchen table over a nice cup of
3: coffee. Oh, oh. I've got a story for you then. Who would want to be an MP now? I think there's a, there's a, there, there've been a few stories over the last few weeks about, that have raised the issue that it's really, really, really bad to be an MP, which is quite worrying because it means that no one wants to be an MP. No one wants to go into politics. So there's the thing where you have these aggressive journalists on the Today programme and other aggressive journalists who want to make a name for themselves by being, by, by humiliating and embarrassing MPs on television. Uh, which is a historical thing, but has been brought to light by Boris Johnson not allowing his MPs on Today programme. That's just a general reflection of how aggressive journalists are towards MPs, just generally.
2: What's There's a Jeremy Paxman said something about, what's the quote, the Paxman quote, always assume he's talking shit
3: he said something like I'm always thinking why is this lying is well, yes. lying to me yes exactly um, but, the, but you know some of them are and some of them and some of them aren't but the general consensus now is that all MPs are bad they're all lying and mm-hmm. all journalists have to approach them in that regard is there anything new so that so because that's no, been wait, the way wait always, wait though? wait but this is a confluence of stories that makes a that makes a, a theme are you going to get onto the I'm, I'm going to get onto the, they're not, in the they're, not, they're not allowed to have yes I am oh, they're not allowed to have any expenses anymore because there was the expenses scandal so they're not allowed to do anything fun or, and they have to spend hours doing their expensive this little spreadsheet one pound 49 for coffee
2: why did you have the coffee
3: what yeah exactly why did why couldn't Could you, have you had not water? have done
2: the work without the coffee exactly one pound 49 did I you have s- milk in the coffee i see this
3: is this was at 1805 but you you had finished your thingamajig books it at 18 o'clock so why did you need the coffee at 1805 when you were no longer working for the taxpayer. Why couldn't you have bought it yourself and not expensed it? That I think that's no, I how it goes we're, down Which now. is
2: also very hard for us as journalists to grasp when one's whole life is on expenses. Exactly. We're about to go on holiday on expenses. i am just bought a car on expenses. <laughs> <laughs>
3: then you can't even go into the commons and have a very small wardrobe malfunction without being roasted on it's social media. quite a media. large
2: wardrobe malfunction.
3: It was a small wardrobe malfunction. She was just, it was a very I would
2: love it if you were dressed as slutty as that, but you never will. I have not seen your shoulder since... Kitty was born.
3: Right. Look,
2: that's...
3: That's an unfortunate photograph taken at a wrong angle. She leaned forward to make a point. The the dress slipped off her shoulder. She put it back up. That
2: is side boob.
3: That is not side boob.
2: I'm not impugning her with anything, and I know it was grim, and she obviously, on Twitter, a thing I'm no longer on because it's so misogynistic and awful, uh, people just go slag and hungover and drunk and going clubbing and whatever. I mean, if you saw that much of William Rees-Mogg, I mean, sorry, if you saw that much of Jacob Rees-Mogg... I get them so confused. One's <laughs> one's dead and one's barely alive. I'm just saying that Matey here, the MP, first of all, t- I'm going look look at her, the way she's dressed. She's got her, she's on her hair all sprauncy like that. She's got big jangly earrings. Uh, and it turns out she was in Coronation Street. Yeah. So she's not a proper MP. She's one oh of those Oh my
3: god. What are you talking about? Well she's like Glenda Jackson.
2: She's one of these ones who couldn't get any acting jobs well, anymore. you're, just, you're no, just Glenda being was a proper MP, now. she just wasn't a proper actress. Whereas <laughs> this one
3: <laughs> She was just always Elizabeth I. Always. G- okay, listen, look, look, this is what I'm talking anyway, about. Okay, it's bad to new... be an MP
2: because people sit at their kitchens table going
3: slag. Well exactly, exactly. I'm... So who would be an MP now? I think there's something funny to be done about about how being an MP is is just is just terrible now. But, I'm, now. I, I, I'm it, sorry, I just <laughs> noticed.
2: Sorry, I'm listening. What have you just noticed? I've just noticed. I'm not distracted. But it's, did MP's Daring Dress really deserve a Commons commotion? There's a picture of her half naked. It says, see page three. <laughs> 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 <Woo-hoo>, there's more. <laughs> on, page three. We see that. Oh, look. Oh, look. Oh, it's, they've shown a little bit more, but they can't. Be. Do you know how upset the mail is that it doesn't have someone in the gallery with a camera pointing down her right dress? Down. yeah. For a, for a tiny bit of aureola.
3: Oh, oh, darling! What, what have you eaten this morning? Um, so uh, some of that porridge you gave me. My vegan breakfast, and one of the reasons
2: I had the vegan <laughs> breakfast in line with that fantastic film about vegans called the Great Something. It's got Schwarzenegger in it. It's this big new massive film that, that so about a Netflix
3: vegan. thing. The, the, yeah, the game Changers. The
2: game Changers, and it's about one of the things it makes you stronger. It makes you tough. It makes you like a, the, the, the strongest man in the world. The man who won the strongest man of the world competition. He's a vegan. And he says, people say, have I done this or not? He says, for an Armenian or some of like this, people say to me, how can you be strong as an ox on a vegetarian diet? And he says, I say to them, when do you last see an ox eating a steak? So anyway, good point. Anyway, the other thing is, it's good for your libido and testosterone. So if you're getting old like me, testosterone, I'm 50, over it, basically you go over a cliff, Nothing. Nothing. No lead in your pencil anymore. Go vegan. <laughs> pow! You have got it out for a for a for a, for a, for a MP with well, a
3: because on. being an MP is so terrible. It only sort of proper crazies are are, are going into politics now which is a long-term is a bad thing. So is there is there a funny column to be written about how can we entice more normal people into pol- politics? What would get you into politics? What w- uh, Actually, no, sorry. What would get a normal person into politics? <laughs> what,
2: what would, would get d- me into politics was the conditions as they prevailed in the 1950s. Yeah. Massive, expensive, yeah. loads of booze and hanky-panky with your researchers. Yeah. Those are the things that would appeal to me. Yeah. But perhaps people like me are the kind of people they don't want. Well, maybe perhaps not. Perhaps the pale I'm just- male and stale whale that I am. <laughs>
3: Right, Mm -hmm. let's Mm move Should we move on? Um, Um,
2: University uh, Have we got Yes, the paper So I can tell the actual story Uh, Tuesday Um, Universities pay students Thousands to delay degrees
3: Oh, I missed that story What's that story? I thought you (laughs) might
2: have heard Because this is the Esther Walker gap year Opinion piece That the world Is it? Yeah, well you have Basically there's your University opinion
3: Which is there all pointless
2: Yeah, and your gap year opinion
3: which they all pointless yeah
2: exactly <laughs> so that's why we come to you for the big stories and the top gags but no I think, so I'm with you on the gap here but anyway universities pay you. so univer- this whole thing with lowering of the bar yeah So because of this terrible binder we're in whereas politically the, the place that I stand is the whole it's all Tony Blair's fault widening access so that everyone goes to university and obviously you can't afford for it to be free as it mm. was when I went mm. uh, so, so then people have to pay their fees and the solution is not to make it all free and bankrupt the state it's to mm. raise the bar higher and not everybody goes to university and no it's not just middle a, middle class white people that have to go to university they have to do it differently yeah. so that there is equality for all and quite a lot of old Etonians have to go and be plumbers oh, they'd be shit plumbers they'd don't. be such yeah. oh, no I think there's something wrong with the, with the I think it's in the U-Bend uh, I'm just going to go in and smoke fag. fact um,
3: and just call mummy
2: yeah <laughs> Say, and called nanny. Now, I don't know. I think it's probably is that, is that Mummy ball, will know. That
3: Actually, you know, my uncle might know. My uncle, he's got an estate in Glen Cairns and he will probably knows. Oh, got, yeah, but they don't
0: have any water load, out there because, you know, they
3: don't. No, get. they don't. But he's got fashioned this really clever new thing with that eco wood chip thing. I'll ask him, he'll definitely Oh,
2: yeah. Watch. We always got water from a well in the holidays. <laughs> we're in the, off on Sky when we were shooting.
3: We've all got e. Coli, but it's a small price to pay for like, saving the planet, you know and I me. Mean?
2: Yeah, but it's fine. But I love to be a plumber because I love to work with my hands. I, just, I love like real, people, like yeah. real people, just like real people. Yeah, you just get. You know, otherwise, you don't get meeting meet normal people.
3: So yeah. I've got to go. I've got to be in Sandringham by three <laughs> thirty.
2: Just a normal shooting weekend. You know, just <laughs> just
3: <required. laughs> it was you no know, standard, like a straightforward
2: standard shooting. shooting straightforward shooting weekend. <laughs> Italian plumbers. Yeah, but better, like, like literally more expensive than yeah. Pimlico plumbers. The only one. The yeah, only ones. But at least at Pimlico, <laughs> they can they quite good at plumbing. Universities pay students thousands to delay degrees. Okay, So they've offered students at of too many places. The elite Russell Group universities, including Nottingham and Exeter, are right, they elite?
3: Uh, no, it's a bit like the EU. They just let anyone in. <laughs>
2: um, uh, so the, so they, they offered, for example, 260 medical course applicants £2,000 to defer their studies for a year. Yeah. So they're paying people. Now, Gap, so Gap is. I'm, my oh, p-
3: this is like EU subsidies for farmers to leave their fields for a year. It's exactly yeah.
2: right. It's, yeah. it's a good observation. Almost worth inclusion in the column. actual kind of idea coming up or not
3: yeah I've got a good one actually okay go on it's about YouTube there was a story there was a story Um it was more an investigation actually by the mail and I can't see the paper on the table so this is might is it
2: real? was it this week?
3: it was called Generation YouTube and it was about how many
2: did you dream it?
3: Ch- no about, uh, about how well, the percentage of uh, a certain age group, which is like the under-18s or the under-15s... Don't watch TV anymore. Don't watch TV. They watch streaming services. But, 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 I thought you might do a there thing There were percentages
2: about, which we don't need to give out now, but kids, there, there was a percentage of who had what. They don't. It, it's flipped into not watching television is, yeah, is yeah. the majority it's, Exactly. Of, yeah.
3: So uh, I thought we could do a thing about YouTube and about how most parents at school, most children at our children's quite relaxed school, don't let them watch YouTube. The general thing is that nice parents don't let their children watch YouTube, which means, of course, that we do let our children watch YouTube. And I thought there was something interesting to be said about comparing and contrasting it with your childhood of watching uh, movies that were available on television. Do you remember we were t- talking about the other day? You've, I mean, you, you, oh, know, yeah. you know, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And some no, might get that hop, off do, literally. No, off
2: it's by not. I, we were talking about the fact that we went to the uh, we went to the design museum and saw the mm. uh, the move to Mars exhibition. And one of the things they showed on a screen was um, uh, Flash Gordon, starring Buster Crab from the nineteen, I think, thirties. Uh, if not the very uh, the sort of middle 1940s as this. Th- and that was what I watched on the TV yeah. uh, in, in 1975. It was, I, what was on was things that were 30 years old. And what was it was Johnny Weissmuller Tarzan movies from before mm. and during the war. Um, Champion, the Wonder Horse, the Lone Ranger, stuff from the 40s and 50s. I was rationed. So I was allowed five hours a week. Um, and as a difference from TV and how you do screen time uh, I was allowed five hours a week I had to ring the five hours worth of TV shows that I wanted to watch in the radio times and the TV times at the start of the week and I wasn't allowed to change during the week so if all the kids at school were talking about how oh, we're all looking forward to watching Zorro which was yeah. a, made so as recently as 1958 uh, they said, I couldn't watch it because I'd already ringed the magic roundabout earlier in the week so time up I, can't,
3: I just want to watch the Wombles before yeah. no
2: you didn't put a ring round it. Yeah. Um,
3: um, so, I, I, so I thought there would be a really nice column to do about um, nostalgia for old TV, putting all of that stuff in. Although I think you've talked about that before. I don't know if I have. It's a compare and contrast. Okay, so it's a comparing the television watching habits of you when you were young, and it's easy to kind of be nostalgic about them, and compare them to the screen watching habits of of our children. Now, and there's also something to be said there because obviously, what's interesting is that we disagree about screen time and we have come to a compromise that really nobody's happy with because the children just want to watch their screens all the time. I want them to watch their screens uh, only when they're not eating and you want them to watch them not at all.
2: Um,
3: I don't know. Well, look, I mean, that's a column that I would write. I would write in defence of YouTube, which is a counter intuitive thing because... In defence of YouTube, okay, fine. YouTube that's because- finally
2: interesting because the thing you need to do is to be writing things that people aren't expecting. So exactly. that I would talk about how I grew up Watching the watching Brian Cant reading a story really slow. Uh, John Noakes climbing up the. Columbo. John notes that climbing up sadist the
3: sadist, Columbo. Uh, he knows who's. Done Columbo's it from the Columbos a
2: really rarefied one for you, darling. For Why? some reason, you watched a lot of Columbo. What do you mean? But he wasn't well, a kid's who thing. didn't watch he Columbo. He was just a guy, a squinty guy in a raincoat who knew the crime already when he arrived.
3: You, you, you had to watch Columbo because there wasn't anything else to watch.
2: We like our dear, dear friends, the Amys, who who uh, don't don't really approve of TV and live in Berkshire, and the only thing they have is um, One a wall of yeah. no a wall of VHSs of the Dukes of Hazard from yeah. the 1980s. So their kids watch nothing at all, apart from the Dukes of Hazard, which is quite strange. So yeah, so I had all this old TV, but in fact, YouTube's better. But I don't watch any YouTube, so it'd be difficult to do.
3: Fine, all right, forget it then.
2: <coughs> oh. Do you want some water?
3: No, I don't want any water. I'll get I some w- water in a minute.
2: Do you want tea?
3: I could have another cup of tea. Do you want another cup of tea? Yeah, I, the problem with
2: tea. this how long is it this three year uh, cough cold thing yeah um, is that when I offer you a glass of water because of your cough or a tissue for your sneeze you, think, you take it as a criticism I'm unable <laughs> it is to a say, criticism. can I get you something it's not and every time I, if I breathe within a minute of you coughing you say don't huff and puff about my coughing I can't help it although sometimes I do go yes some, oh.
3: sometimes you do and it's not very nice of you that's it stick the kettle on my little tea gopher
2: Look, I'm taking the kettle on, I'm filling the
3: kettle so that our lovely new
0: producer Lucy doesn't have to put in those rubbish, rubbish sounds. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
3: I'm not asking for an apology.
2: Fine, fine. I'm w-
3: sorry t- I'm sorry for coughing on your joke.
2: Uh, <sighs> they've done a survey.
3: Another one? Yeah. But they've
2: uh, already done
3: at least two this week. It's news that
2: will horrify some, shame others, and for the... Oh, oh god, what a rubbish intro. They've revealed Britain's 30 favourite chocolate bars.
3: Number one, better be crunchy or I'm leaving. Oh. The country. Number eleven. <gasps> what?! Yeah, number- I know. What's number
2: well, look. So, can't you, so, number eleven being crunchy—that's a bit. Although crunchies, I always love as a kid. Oh
3: my god, they're the best. They—they
2: they are good, but they do—they become difficult to chew halfway down when all the stuff gets into your teeth and, and it's all a bit. In I, there. Okay, fine. But then, I, that first bite in is very exciting. So,
3: number one. No, wait, 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 wait. Are they all chocolate bars in wrappers? You breakfast? don't need
2: clues. It's just a fucking list of chocolate no, wait. bars.
3: I want to. I want yes, so it's just right. our favorite. They they've asked eighteen thousand be...
2: one hundred and forty-four favorite chocolate bars. So, if eleven is crunchy, I want you to get f- quite quickly. Yeah. Say. Five in the top ten. What,
3: Snickers? Yes, that's number one. Uh, No, Snickers is number one.
2: Math bar is number nine. uh,
3: Who are these fucking lunatics? Snickers is just
2: a math bar with a peanut in it. And what about the peanut allergies? That's triggering me. Um,
3: That's fucking triggering me. Double decker.
2: Double deck is only fifteen. Oh my
3: god! Right, it's quite a good uh, game. Uh, this uh, is like
2: a game of pointless. It the is. The main yeah. thing is you have to get, which is presented by our brother-in-law Alexander Armstrong, the man who introduced us and is therefore relevant. Quick okay, look, maybe we should try. So you try and choose the one that was number thirty. But anyway, no, that's too difficult. Kit Kat. Kit Kat is Biscuit. number
3: five. Number five. Come okay. on. Um, you got to get
2: top ten only. Lion Bar. Ah no, Lion Bar is one of the ones in my game. Lion Bar isn't in it. Because I was going to do what is not there. So the ones that I identified as being not there, there's no Lion Bar. Right. There is no Cadbury's Whole Nut.
3: But is there a Cadbury's Dairy Milk?
2: Yeah, Dairy Milk is number two.
3: Okay. Come
2: on, Dairy Milk is number two. Number three is... Fruit Nut.
3: Fruit Nut? Fruit Nut.
2: It fucking must be there. It's not there? Fruit Nut is 16. No
3: right. How weird. That was my dad's favourite. Yorkie.
2: No, Yorkie's number thirty. Oh my god! Really weirdly, what's Yorkie doing at number thirty? Not for girls. Maybe it's because it's so sexist, and it was a bit embarrassing. It was ridiculous. Literally just for truckers. Um, but they do,
3: but, but truckers don't eat chocolate either. Tra- well
2: that in those days they did. Now they just watch porn, right? Uh, so while they're driving along. But before porn, there was Yorkies. Maybe it's why it's gone down to number thirty.
3: The, okay, bounty, bounty.
2: Bounties are number
3: four. Yeah, I, I love bounties. No, but
2: bounty. Everyone hates coconut. Or what? they like. I it. love no, bounties. You like bounty. Well, I've never seen you plain or milk
3: uh i am not bothered actually it's
2: got to be plain because it's sort of the, the cut no, through yeah. the no but it's just so so look lion bar is just i want to put a whole nut isn't in there um another one that isn't in there is yorkie raisin and biscuit which is a massive R- favorite yeah. of mine uh and so i thought is. i could do a column one like the 10 that ought to be in there that are raisin and biscuit because i love dairy milk but it was the raisins i loved the the nuts yeah. i wasn't that crazy for No, you need both so um like- tonics
3: tonics caramel wafer
2: no, doesn't near. really. It's a bi- only a biscuit, Scotland that eats them. But Tunnocks isn't in there. That's weird. No,
3: but that's kind of a biscuit rather than a So look,
2: can you get three? You've got Snickers. Curly
3: da- Whirly. Curly Whirly. Curly Whirly's not there. Oh my God. Picnic. Picnic
2: bar. I think Picnic is there. Picnic's down at Twix. 25. Twix, Twix, Twix. Yeah, Twix is obviously number six. So you're doing quite well for the top 10. Flake. You've got. Flake is at number 10. So you've got Flake, Mars, Twix, Kit Kat, Bounty, Dairy Milk, Snickers. I don't know why we've done the rest of this, this podcast. We should have just done this. This is <laughs> absolutely it's the best thing ever, uh, and there's nothing we can argue about. And you're so excited you're not coughing. Milky Way. Milky Way is oh down to twenty-eight. Mm. You're doing very well. You should you should you should only get three whap What have you said that you say you've got one wat, You've got two whap because you said curly Whirly and you yeah, said lion bar. Curly
3: whirly not in there. So
2: come on, you've got to get to the top ten: Snickers, Dairy Milk, Bounty, Kit Kat, Twix.
3: How many have I got left to get in the top ten? Last
2: flick. You've got three to get.
3: Fudge. No. That's uh, not that there's really little Wait spudges. a minute.
2: Fudge hasn't made it.
3: Fudge bar hasn't. Cadbury's
2: Fudge, 24. Finger of okay. Fudge is just enough to give the fudge kids a treat. You couldn't da, da, make da, da, that no, anymore. No, no,
3: no. no, yes, exactly. Finger of no, 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 no Fudge is
2: just enough. Kinder Bueno,
3: no. No. Word. Oh, don't
2: say Kinder of Bueno. That's the kind of thing that. Sorry, I'm not confusing. That's the kind of thing that thick people on Family Fortunes used to say. I remember watching Family Fortunes and Something it said. Really "What obscure. is What is Britain's favourite drink? And they said strawberry daiquiri I don't know, <laughs> fucking hell woman it's not your favourite drink I mean what about coke what about water yeah. what about tea anyway so Cadbury's Bueno what, wah no so you missed out
3: Galaxy oh Twirl Twirl Whisper oh my god
2: and, uh, I Whisper I remember when it was launched about 1981 Twirl is late like 90s uh, there's no right. room there for there is uh, there's Aero Mint there's Plain Aero there's no, no Aero Orange right Bourneville makes it in there Who knew they still Make what? Bourneville what Lint, Lindor What the fuck Is that? Is that, that like
3: Oh that's Bokey praline In a yeah. uh,
2: Fry's Turkish Delight Makes it no. in there Full of Eastern promise The ads used to go That wouldn't happen anymore uh, there <laughs> Not was, with that
3: accent
2: <laughs> That's what it had I wasn't doing That wasn't me doing an accent oh, They really? used to go Full of Eastern promise And they showed some woman Basically being Abducted by Bedouins On camels Oh really To sell their chocolate oh, Which right. was not even, made, not even made From Turkish Delight um, although I did like Turkish delight,
3: so has it got ca- has it got caramel ca- Cadbury's caramel?
2: <gasps> Cadbury's caramel is in there.
3: Okay.
2: No, oh, they can't have that anymore. What's that? Slow down. Slow- yeah, exactly. Come over here and have a blow jar. <laughs> They, that's another of those ads you can't from a
3: bunny with those teeth oh boy, I that's think why so.
2: sexual awakening I've always had it everyone know. found
3: it even I found people it people
2: from them. the west country you'd never think there are girls from the west country You just want to get on with their lives and have jobs but yeah, no it no. just means sex
3: exactly cider
2: the with Rosie. big Caboes. satin
3: bow round my oh, neck oh
2: you wouldn't mind a bit of that in a haystack um, <laughs> and that's basically all of them hang on is this, I is don't this think that's,
3: the Monday is this Monday no. oh oh sorry. Where is
2: Mondays? Mondays uh, is...
3: Oh, no. You can't do talking penguins. Because well, they've done your job for you.
2: Oh, it I does not already the re- story.
3: What? You didn't see the talking penguins story. This, is down, this
2: comes into your famous thing of you, you you hate the talking dogs story.
3: When you protect... Yeah, when you adopt two when I, dogs. When I, when,
2: I, when I have two animals having a conversation.
3: And one of them goes, that sounds a bit rough.
2: <laughs> That's not a joke I make. My jokes are more... No, you're
3: quite right, it's not. Um, so, no. It, sorry, go on. What's the
2: penguin talking story?
3: They have discovered that penguins use uh, a language that can be sort of, that's like a language. And they've, uh, and they've done a list. Brrr,
2: it's cold. There yeah,
3: one know. of the, one of the, and, they, and they've translated it phonetically. Um, what? Yep. And they've got a oh, list Wait a minute, here. will I have
2: to do a conversation between penguins? No, then?
3: please don't, darling. Kind of like, it's cold out here. Yeah, I know.
2: It's Wednesday today, so it's in Wednesday's paper.
3: But Where is Wednesday's paper?
2: Wednesday's paper's here.
3: Iris, get down, darling. Come on, come on get down, get down there.
2: 50 penguins share a lot of small talk. Yep. The African penguin is not one of nature's great conservationists. Oh, sorry, conversationalists. <laughs> that's David Attenborough. Got yeah. completely with it. Its typical gambits on the beach translate to Hello, get away from me and look how big I am, fancy mating. Are you sure that's not me they've been listening <laughs> to? <laughs> exactly. But in this small talk lies the clue to deeper rules of linguistics. Scientists have found that the language follows the same rules as human speech. As with us, they use the syllables available to them to speak in the most economical fashion they can. So they do speak. So then I could do a conversation between penguins. No,
3: but they've already Do you think they inside. have even
2: more words for snow <laughs> than Eskimos slash Inuits slash Indigenous people slash the actual phrase is First Nations? Sorry, it took me four goes.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Just don't say the e word.
2: No. Do you know what? When I was in northern uh, Canada, when I was in Quebec and I did some stuff with First Nations people I was filming they now prefer Eskimo to Inuit Inuit oh is like dear. worse and I thought Inuit right. was okay and they and they're all like no man like, um okay no the well I have another story which you can poop in exactly the same way I can I'm, I'm suggesting this one only to see you roll your stroking the cat like, like Blofeld let it, let it be let it be said Iris. um the, a Stone Age well discovered in Czechoslovakia is the oldest wooden structure ever found, dating back 7,300 years.
3: I saw that and I thought Giles will like that, but I cannot possibly think why.
2: Because he will write one of his shit Stone yeah, Age columns about, about
3: it. Uh, it's the oldest thing except
2: for the Slovakian like- Peninsula. B.C. 472.
3: Mm. And yet the roadworks at the top of our road will be there for considerably longer yes, than the well has That's the has sort been of
2: hilarious joke that I could make. Yes. What's uh, your idea? Oh, I've got two... There's a couple of things that I think are good. Look, here's a column that I think is worth writing. What? The Times. Page three. It okay. is. Sorry. Snowflake sons of the Georgian aristocracy, the self-absorbed snowflake who feels unsafe and needy despite being among society's, society's most privileged, is nothing new. Academics say that younger sons of the Georgian and Victorian landed gentry faced so much emotional turmoil from having to make their own way in the world. Are uh, you going to have to read
3: that again, Dolly? You said emotional turmoil.
2: <laughs> immersional? You
3: said emotional. What oh, turmoil. You said emotional turmoil. Did I not explain turmoil. this
2: was in Northumberland? It's emotional turmoil. Yeah, you have to do that again? It's emotional. Um, no. The self absorbed snowflake. It's the snowflake sons of the Georgian aristocracy. I love a snowflake story. Uh, the self-absorbed snowflake who feels unsafe and needy despite being among society's most privileged is nothing new. A study suggests academics say the younger sons of the Georgian and Victorian landed gentry faced so much emotional turmoil from having to make their own way in the world that they suffered from anxiety. And the point is, is that these, these in these in the 18th and 19th century, obviously the first son. Would grow up anticipating uh, inheriting the estate, and life was easy. And then, as you went down, you'd have a second son who made his way in the world. There was it. A third would be in the clergy. Was, uh, a fourth would have to be, uh, in, the the, in the military or something. And <laughs> a stripper. No, they. Oh, no. <laughs> Magic Mike. And it's in the 18th century. Magic Mike. That's a different column. <laughs> but they've anal- they've analysed 734 letters from 1700 to 1900 that indicates that men who were expected to fend for themselves in a masculine fashion, rah, go out there, you know, basically build the empire, while their elder brothers stood to inherit to states, poured their hearts out in emotive notes to relatives seeking sympathy and, uh, and support. They describe themselves as fearful and helpless, often signing off their letters as "the most unhappy man alive" or "your <laughs> unhappy son." And we know that. And th- this makes me so. I'm thinking about so for, that's like uh, Goethe, the Sorrows of Young Werther, which is like this very, very early German Romantic novel. That's one of the principles of, uh, of Romanticism: is mm. that you're lonely and unhappy, aren't yeah. you? The, this is the, the condition. Romantic of,
3: with a capital R, rather than romantic with a capital romantic R, romantic R. But, but also
2: shading into the small case R. But there's basically you're wandering lonely as a clown. <laughs> you know, it's shut up, William, fucking. <laughs> It's just you go for a walk in the late district yeah. a crowd host of golden daffodils. Well, Earth has not anything to show more off. <laughs> Don't be of soul? Well, you see, you and were then what about and then and then and then sorry, I'm on a roll here. Okay. So what I'm saying is is that this snowflake so we to reimagine the romantics as snowflakes. Yeah, what I'm saying there. is basically that this is a reimagining of th- those romantic poets just whinging about everything, words with upset that the railways were coming to the lake district. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keats. Oh, I've got tuberculosis. <laughs> you know, I've <laughs> got. which one drowned himself? One of them. All of them. Or dr- one of them drowned. Shelley drowned? I don't know. Byron. Shelley drowned. Byron wasn't a fucking worst though. No. Byron was proper. Anyway, so the point is, it's like, they're, they're fa- mm. and then I thought, so then I would, you you talk about snowflakery, and we would imagine a diary of a young man at the time, and I've, I've even made a few notes thinking of how this would, this would go out. So, like a dear mama, um, and I sort of, it would be, I would be, dear Mama, you know, and we'd be writing a letter back from the grand tour. You're enjoying
3: this a little bit too much. What? No, it's a, <laughs> and that I, is good no, but look, Don't you think, this idea,
2: I hadn't even thought of, this idea that, this, that the romantic poetry is just whinging. Yeah. So, dear Mama, thank you for the boiled leg of mutton in caper sauce. <laughs> Three weeks on the road has not improved its flavour, but at least I know what's in it. The food here is most damnably rotten and playing merry havoc with my allergies. Mrs. Miggins' pies are all very well, but I don't believe her for a minute when she says her squirrel pasty is gluten-free. My hives have come up like something rotten, you know. And then I thought, Byron wants to go whoring again, but I told him he simply can't call it whoring these days. He must call it having an encounter with a sex worker. And anyway, you know, we've got to respect her. And and then, um, um, here we go. I am, Mama, I am sick with love for the sub-dean's daughter. Dear Mama, Keats says I must write her letters, but I am worried that she does not reciprocate my ardour. W- without her express consent in a formal legal document, the sending to her of Billy Doo may be seen as harassment and lead me into marshalsea prison where I could become radicalised. Ooh, the word radicalised has triggered me. Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I thought, the Marquis de Sade came for tea and tied everyone up and spanked us while shouting, you pale male stale, and I'm going to <laughs> eat you up the... <laughs> so obviously we passed a motion to have him no platform.
3: Yeah. But I have to say, I was aroused. I thought I might go to... Conf- yeah. Yeah? It's all good. Don't give it away. Don't, don't read one. out your actual column. No, it's good. To, the, this is a, this
2: one I really like and I've just started off. So, dear Mama, Coleridge read us a new poem he's written about Kubla Khan. But I said, who do you think he was to associate to,
3: to, to approximate the voice of a man of colour? Yes, very good. He do, we'd leave it to Kubla Khan to write his own stories. Yes, exactly. And mm. he only half remembered it anyway.
2: Yes, he did. He when didn't the man finish it. And came and knocked the door and triggered him. And that's a wrap. Oh, so no podcast next week. Well, maybe a podcast next week. We can't. Th- can we trail the possible show?
3: Yeah.
2: I'm traveling to, having missed uh, the last one from China with the Wuhan virus, I'm now traveling to Munich. Uh, so I will miss my column next week. Probably Munich is actually the only place in Europe with a- its own outbreak of the Wuhan flu. Do you know that, the coronavirus? Really? It's in Munich. And I'm flying there. Woohoo, or Wuhan, Wuhan as they say. So uh, we might try and do a podcast over the phone for the first time ever where I phone in from uh bavaria and you just cough a lot or ideally have read the papers and have some column ideas for Uh me cool Um, i'll do my best the week after that we're all going on holiday so there'll definitely be a podcast in three weeks but there might be one next week and if that's not an enticing trail i don't know what is get it wherever you get your podcasts if it's there You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Lucy Ditchmont. If you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to the column in the podcast description. Please like... And subscribe! Wherever it is you get your podcasts to never miss an episode. And for the full live experience, you can tune into my radio show every Sunday night from 7 to 10pm on Talk Radio.